Welcome back, one and all, to the Our Outdoors portion of your weekend. I am your host, Nick Simonson, outdoors writer with my materials online at NewsDakota.com and DakotaEdge.com. Hope you are logging on, checking out all of the great information we have for all our great perch fishing, a lot of midwinter tactics to keep your ice fishing going. I know things slow down, the weather can be challenging, things are typically colder this time of year, and the fish react in response to those conditions. But there are a lot of great ways that you can tweak your presentations, you can adjust your tactics, and you can still catch a lot of fish. So key in on those tips and tactics, look for those lakes where you're finding big fish, plentiful fish, and focus on things as we shift. Get focused on those details. I think that's really important. Pay attention. Utilize spring robbers. Go maybe to a thinner line. Employ smaller jigs and smaller lures. And adjust your bait. I think you're going to find if you put all those pieces of the puzzle together, you're still going to have a great midwinter fishing experience out there on the ice. And we've talked about it. There are a lot of great opportunities. I know there's a lot of snow on the landscape. There's some challenging access issues, but there are so many different lakes with so many wide open opportunities to access them that you should find other opportunities where some may have closed down. So keep all that in mind. Do your research. Find those lakes that are paying off and then use those tactics at mid-ice to get the most out of your outings. And while a lot of us might be focused on winter activities still right now, February 1st kickstarts the beginning of the North Dakota State High School Clay Target League. That is the beginning of the sign-up period where kids around the state are getting enrolled on their spring teams for this awesome competition that culminates with the four-day state tournament in Horace this year. So much information on this great program. We had to bring in Josh Crails. He is the operations manager for USA Clay Target. So much information to share and a lot of great ways to get kids involved in good shooting and becoming better hunters. That's coming up right after the break. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I know it's been cold, but we're thinking spring. And sign up for Spring Clay Target Leagues is just around the corner, kicking off on February 1st. And for that, we have Josh Crails with us. He's the operations manager for the USA High School Clay Target League. Josh, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Nick. Yeah, it's always good to catch up with you and talk Clay Target League. Like I mentioned, sign-up is coming up quick. That means winter's almost over. We're coming off an incredible 2021. What were some of the highlights for the organization nationwide in terms of numbers, teams, growth, and events? Okay, so yeah, great rebound from after 2020, being you know definitely down with COVID stuff. But 2021 in the country, we had almost 27,500 student athletes participate, and that was from over just over 1,300 teams and 34 states. Looking just for North Dakota, we were uh, let's see, 2021 we had 67 teams and just over 1,800 kids, and that was up from 58 teams and 1,650 kids in 20 uh, going back to 2019 for that one. So, yeah, it's great growth, and I can see that continuing. You know, we'll get over this COVID stuff, and, you know, finding some ammo is going to be the issue, and that's why I think some of those numbers were even a little bit lower in 2021. Yeah, a lot of opportunities out there for kids no matter where they are at. Uh, Give folks a breakdown of what they can expect coming up with the next season here in spring. Uh, How do kids get involved, and what can they expect in the competition side of things? It's going to be, we're getting back to business as usual. Um, and with that being said, trying, trying to have a regular season, go as normal as we can. Major buzz now is just the ammo component of it. And that was the same buzz as last year. So that still hasn't gone away. It is getting a little bit better, but it's, yeah, it's still going to be tough to get, find that ammo. So, I mean, new shooters, new teams, existing teams, just talk to those people and see if you can find for ammo. Because it's, 
Yeah, absolutely it is. When we come into that eight-week season, obviously you're going to need at least two cases to get things rolling. Talking with Josh Crails, Operation Manager for the USA Clay Target League. Josh, let's talk about what CTL does for these new shooters. How does it impact that kid coming out of Hunter's Ed or firearm safety and onto the trap range in terms of what they learn in both safety and skill? All the athletes have to have either the state-issued firearm certificate or a league safe certification course that the league created. All new and existing teams start the season usually with like a safety day, and that helps just to get the new and previous participants to go through safety side of things from carrying your firearm to and from the line, uh, keeping a firearm point downrange, and to never have more than one shell in a closed chamber for any guns that are on the trap line. So this ensures that everyone is safe. So if there's five athletes on a line at one time, only one can have a loaded gun. And if it's your turn to shoot, that your action is open. The safety side is, uh, that's our number one thing is safety. And then it's fun and then it's marksmanship. So you got to be safe out there and, you know, just coaches will definitely work on that with those kids the first, first time when they step on the range. Absolutely. And after that safety, I think the fun and marksmanship fall into place. And let's talk about that that next step. We've seen averages soar year after year to win a conference or, or a state championship. It takes an average of 24 plus. But let's talk about that. How have these shooters over the last 20 years just advanced kind of the upper echelons of trap shooting? Yeah, you're right. Competition is getting better and better. And I think there's a few things behind that. It just just number one, the sheer number of participants, you know, from the league growing in North Dakota from where it was back in, I don't know, 20, take 2016, you know, and we had roughly 500 kids and 23 teams to where we are today. Got more kids uh, practicing, you know, there's the gun clubs are opening up more, they're being more flexible and they're realizing, hey, this is the future of our gun club, let's open up more for practice. And they're realizing they can get a scholarship too to go and shoot in colleges. So they have those things and their their goals are, I want to shoot in college or I want to go on and they're doing leagues and there's other things where they're getting better. But in nationals, you know, it's a whole nother topic, but you know, nationals, you're going to have to shoot 199 or 200 to win it. That's a pretty crazy, pretty crazy number. It is. Those numbers are just kind of mind-blowing when you watch these kids compete. But beyond the competition side of it and beyond the range side of it, there's an R3 component that USA Clay Target hypes with uh, different agencies like North Dakota Game and Fish Department, Minnesota DNR, that translates these shooting skills to hunting upland and waterfowl. How does Clay Target League make for better hunters in terms of etiquette and safety, but also that skill in the field? You know, with the R3 stuff, we try and support there's a lot of stuff that we're doing to help with that. Um, we got about probably $4 million of conservation funds have been raised through the league participants through that Pittman-Robertson excise tax from 2021. So when it comes to helping become better upland or waterfall hunters, it's just, you know, that mindset of the safety. The kids are used to handling the firearms around other people, uh, doing it in a safe manner. Only helps when they're chasing pheasants. You know, they got a buddy next to them to make sure they know there's on a fire and or sitting in a waterfall blind and just being more successful that way. And then obviously they're going to be more successful targeting those birds because they've been practicing, you know, at the, at the trap range. Yeah. I always joke that I enjoy hunting with kids that are in clay target league. And I don't like hunting with kids in clay target league because I know they're going to take that bird before me. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's another interesting fact too, with our spring registration, every year we conduct a survey for all the rest registrants and 60% of those of our league athletes have never participated in clay target shooting sports prior to joining our league. So it's really opening up, whole new group of kids that you know they're duck or waterfall or goose or pheasants whatever they're doing 
now they're going to go and do clay targets to help hone in on their skills and safety. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, it definitely flows both ways. We're talking with Josh Crails. He's the operations manager for the USA High School Clay Target League. Let's talk about state. I want to think about warm times. I want to think about June. Tell us about the state championship. Obviously, North Dakota's in Horace. It's now four days long. We all know Alexandria for the Minnesota kids is 10 days long. Talk about how these events have grown, how fun they are, and the different divisions and the open format, how that helps people yeah, so we have uh, June 17th, it'll be our skeet will be one day as of right now, you know, and that's something that just sort of, we'll just have to see if we have to add a day, which would be pretty exciting. And then June 18th through the 20th is our trap. Um, our classes are all, there's three classes right now. So we'd have class 1A, 2A, 3A, smallest team will shoot on class 1A for trap. And then class 3A would be the last day, which is, um, we go by team size and not school size. So you could have a small school with 30 kids graduate on your team and you could be a class 3A team for our league and have 40, 50 kids on your team and be shooting against the largest schools. So it's uh, very cool to have that. And then we do a novice, JV, and varsity. So we have three categories that the kids would fall under depending on how they're shooting. A 0 to 15 is a novice. JV is a 15 to 19 average. And a 19 to 25 would be a uh, varsity shooter. Yeah, that open style allows everyone, regardless of their average, to come in and shoot. And finally, as we're wrapping up here with Josh Crails of the USA Clay Target League, Josh, talk about the volunteer component. I, I know I harp on it a lot, and, and a lot of schools' teams rely on that volunteer staff. How important are those coaches, and what do the volunteers get back from their time in such a program? Exactly. Thanks to the volunteers, that helps keep the engine going here. I mean, without them, you don't have anything. And I don't have specific numbers for North Dakota, but just across the country, we have about 7,800 volunteers last spring. In a time when schools are staying stayed back, we got it handled. We'll do everything. We say the opposite. Come on out and help. And we require one coach for every 10 athletes, but we average one coach for every four athletes. So they definitely come and help, and they one, they have the passion, and they enjoy seeing those kids succeed. So thank you for all those that are helping out. Um, the, the biggest thing you get is that reward of whether that kid broke their first target or the first 25 or just had their personal best, the smile that comes off the line or the tears. It's, it's something you can't take away, and that's why we have coaches that are still in their 80s that want to be there to help because of what they see. And there's so many kids that are missing something in their life. And this is their something that they're missing. So it's a pretty neat way to fill out and help, help out with the volunteer side of things. So again, thank you to all those volunteers out there. Absolutely. It's a lot of excitement. And whether it's a coach or an adult that's looking to start a team for some kids or maybe some kids getting together, if folks have questions on starting a team, getting enrolled or learning more, where should they go and who should they contact at Clay Target League to get the program rolling? Yeah, so the easiest is just go to the website, the www.ndclaytarget.com. And on the right-hand side, there'll be a box that says start a team fill out that uh, information and we'll send you an interactive PowerPoint and follow up with you via phone call or email. And then we can just work on the uh, next steps to get it approved. All of our teams in the high school side are all 100% approved to use the school's name. And then the fun begins. That's right. That fun. We're looking forward to the end of March. Josh, we thank you so much for all you do to get these kids out there shooting in a safe, fun, and marksmanship-focused environment. And most importantly, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks a lot for having me, Nick. Enjoy being on every time.
So as Josh said, if you don't have a team in your area, log on to ndclaytarget.com and get those kids the opportunity to shoot competitively through the North Dakota State High School Clay Target League. And for those who are on a team, good luck this spring and summer and have a lot of fun. Make sure you get those kids involved, get them focused on some safe and enjoyable shooting. And if you do, you know I'll see you in our outdoors.